Hey, it's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All, the podcast, a show for creating a life well-lived. We explore topics ranging from relationships and business to mental health and pop culture and everything in between with friends, experts, and people who generally have their shit together. Let's get into it. Well, here we are. The catch-all podcast is um, a real-life thing. For those of you who aren't familiar with me, and I'm sure there's not many of you because (laughs) how would you know about this podcast besides the point? Uh, My name is Sam, and I am a business owner. I am a blogger. I am a wife. I am a dog mom. I am all sorts of different things. And uh, now I guess we'll add podcaster to the repertoire. So welcome. I am so glad that you joined me. I started this podcast uh, as a way to really channel in on my creative endeavors. And when I say that, I want you to know that this started as a blog way back when, back before blogging was even really a thing, I used to write all sorts of angsty, dramatic uh, teenage stuff on the internet. (laughs) And I don't think anybody read it um, other than my mother. (laughs) And and even then, I'm not sure uh, how big of a fan she was, but it started way back when. And it was this idea of telling stories. And as my life progressed, I started to really navigate my place in the world. And in doing that, I ended up launching another blog, which was the Catch All blog, uh, a few years back. And from that, I ended up creating my own business. And from there working on that as a side hustle, uh, I ended up having to quit my job because I I got too busy. (laughs) So I left my corporate career. I left this project management trajectory that I had been on for, forgot, I don't know, seven years or so. And uh, in doing that, I took a huge jump um, away from this idea of stability away from the golden shackles, otherwise known as a, a salary and, and pension and benefits. And, uh, and now I work for myself. <laughs> so it's been a wild ride. And I find that now that I do this thing, uh, that is my business on a, on a full-time basis and then some, uh, I find that I'm constantly looking for ways to bring that that sense of creativity back into my life because I still do write, um, of course, but 
I do a lot of writing for business sake or for client sake um, and, you know, the different projects that I'm working on. And so I guess really the ultimate goal for me in this was to try something totally out of my comfort zone and, and totally new. And you, you might be listening to this thing, Sam, I, I know you, like you can talk to a brick wall. So the, is it really out of your comfort zone? But I will challenge you to remember that I am sitting in a room by myself, looking at a computer screen, talking to a microphone and trying to make sense. (laughs) So it's not as easy as you might think. The good thing is, is that uh, it's created a space for, for experience and it's created a space for opportunity. And I think sometimes when we don't allow ourselves to feel that sort of messiness of going through something new, uh, it can be really hard to grow. And, uh, and I think there's something to be said for constant personal development, or at least that's what my therapists would say. (laughs) So, uh, what can you expect from this podcast? Well, that's a great question. Um, mostly because I'm not really sure what, what the real end goal is here. Uh, I know that I want to tell stories, uh, and I know that I want to give other people in my life a platform to tell their stories. Uh, so ideally I'd love to share some of the anecdotes from my life. I'd love to, uh, have conversations about all sorts of things from pop culture and, and media to, um, you know, gosh, personal finance and, and pretty much anything under the sun with, with some of my friends and some of my peers, uh, that I've met through this journey of entrepreneurship. And I mean, I guess really the pipe dream for this would be to somehow (laughs) get some of my idols on here. Could you imagine like Cheryl Strayed, one of my favorite authors, God, what I wouldn't give to to have like 20 minutes of her time. I think that would be just utterly life-changing. Uh, and, and I don't know if we'll ever get there, but all, all you can do is try, right? <laughs> so stories, connection. Uh, that's the name of the game, I think. And, and who knows, that might change, might progress, or this might totally suck the bag and <laughs> I'll pack it in. But Hopefully, uh, at least uh, you'll get some entertainment out of it. (laughs) Um, What I think is interesting about starting something like this, using this platform and and this medium of of podcasting, is it does create a platform for people to share their stories and and for people to connect in a way outside of social media. But I also think... uh, there's no pressure, right? Like I I have no sponsors (laughs) because like what, who is Sam McKinnon Hale and who, what is the catch all? (laughs) Nobody knows. (laughs) So, you know, we're not having to stick to a script or uh, talk about, you know, who, who made this episode possible. Although um, craft dinner, if you're listening I would love to chat with you about your marketing budget because I think there's a really good partnership to be had here. (laughs) I digress. Um, I guess 
with this being the first episode, I probably should talk to you a little bit about who I am. Um, otherwise, like, why the hell are you going to listen? <laughs> so uh, let me go back to the beginning. Uh, it was 1991, and uh, it was a beautiful November day, and uh, <laughs> that's where it all began. I had a pretty great childhood. I had uh, parents who worked extremely hard um, to give me essentially anything I could dream of in life. And um, there's not a day that I'm, you know, don't take it the time to be grateful for that. Um, because truly that that upbringing and, and the background that I come from really set me up for for the success that I've had in my life. So there's that and and that just goes to show the 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 difference of of having support and having a, a family backing you um you know really what that can can do and so i will forever be in debt to them um so that's a great start and uh getting sappy 8 minutes in so <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, moved around quite a little bit when I was a kid, different schools, staying with uh, my grandparents um, through the day. Um, they moved, we moved, they moved, we moved. It was a big thing. So I went to a bunch of different schools. Um, <laughs> I talked a little bit about this um, on my Instagram, if you follow me, about being like mercilessly bullied <laughs> when I was in elementary school. Um, there was some, some drama about some sparkly crayons uh, that, well, maybe I'll get into it another time, but it's, uh, it was an interesting ride. So <laughs> I'd like to think that, uh, that, that list that got passed around in third grade that uh, was called the, we hate Samantha club <laughs> helped me build a little character. <laughs> um, at least that's what I tell myself so that I don't, um, keep stay up and cry about it at night. <laughs> Um, went to an arts high school. Um, so it was a regional arts program. I majored in instrumental music, uh, and I played the saxophone, the alto sax, which if you know Lisa Simpson, it's, it's like that, but sort of different because it wasn't the same exact saxophone, but you get the gist. Uh, so I majored in that. Um, so I traveled there, I don't know, 40 minutes each way to, to get to this school, to get this pro this uh, certificate from the program. Um, so that was cool. Music was sort of always a big part of my life. And, and so when I was younger, you know, I started playing the piano, super hated that and had a terrible teacher that used to hit my hands with rulers. She was Polish. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't understand what she was saying. And I can say that because I'm also Polish. <laughs> Um, and I think, uh, despite that rough start, um, luckily I did get into music in a, in a bigger way. Um, I picked up the guitar when I was eight and, uh, fell very much in love with that instrument played for many years. Um, when I was in middle school, I started playing the sax and then of course auditioned and ended up going to, um, that, that art school. So that was great. Another bonus of that uh, was that I uh, I had this this best friend in high school, um, and, and well, he's my husband now, so <laughs> that worked out um, against all odds, which is truly the the fairy tale story, wouldn't you say? <laughs> 
um, shortly after uh, graduating from that arts program, I started my undergraduate degree at Ryerson University in Toronto. Um, and that was an interesting experience. I uh, very quickly decided that I <laughs> didn't have any particular interest in working in the mental health field, although still very passionate about uh, mental health as a whole. Um, had big dreams, big dreams of being a, a grief counselor. So I did um, a lot of work with grief and bereavement um, and death and dying in my undergrad, which sounds so morbid, but um, I was super familiar with it, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so if you need some uh, someone to, to lean on for that, I'm your girl. I will get you through it. <laughs> Um, so hit me up if you want to talk, uh, mourning and, and grief and loss. Um, super weird, but super into it. And, uh, I think I give good ish advice. Um, but I'll let you be the judge. Uh, so that was, uh, well, I was there for five years. I ended up working, uh, a whole slew of part-time jobs while I was, uh, in school, which I think actually really helped to sort of set the foundation for the rest of my life. Um, because I, you know, while, while my peers in, you know, my classmates in, in university were working their asses off, you know, graduating, um, from their programs, um, they, unfortunately, a lot of them lacked that, that sort of like real world experience from a, from an employment perspective. And, um, I had, you know, different office experience. I worked for a credit card company in, in their call center. I worked for, um, a couple different, uh, like accounting departments for different companies. I worked for GE, um, for a summer. I was a summer student there in their capital, uh, department or capital, uh, yeah, I guess it was a department. I'm not sure of the structure on that. I probably should fact check it. But anyway, did that. It was great. Also did a quick stint while I was in university at uh, a golf course, which was was funny because <laughs> I, I go into the interview and uh, the guy's like, so, you know, like, why do you think you'd be a great fit for this job? And I was like, well, I don't golf, so you will not have to give me the, the complimentary rounds of golf. <laughs> <laughs> which um, I think is great for you from a revenue perspective. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, and then uh, I ended up getting a part-time job um, at uh, a pretty, pretty reputable construction company while I was finishing off my degree. Worked there a ton, worked in, in um, the automotive side of things. So I was actually at a car plant, um, helping them with uh, with their project management. I started as a filing clerk, um, worked my way up to reception, worked my way up to like billing, billings and, and accounting, which is so weird because I, I super hate numbers. <laughs> but um yeah, that was kind of the the stepping stone because I ended up 
um, graduating with my degree, my boss told me I could not continue to work there because I, I went to school and I had to go get a real job. Um, so I tried to do that and that totally sucked. Um, <laughs> so I ended up going back. They had a position open up that was uh, full time with benefits and a raise and it was all real grown up stuff. And so I went back um, to that construction company. So from there, I, um, I started back in automotive and I ended up um, working on some pretty big projects. Um, after that, I moved around a little bit. I worked in a couple of different uh, industries. I worked in the industrial um, section. Uh, I ended up totally relocating like four hours away uh, to work on a job. And it was supposed to be like a an eight month project. And it ended up being like a 16 month project. And, and I got out early um, compared to some of the other folks there. So uh, that was a learning experience for sure. While I was out there, though, I will say, <laughs> I thought to myself, uh, over my dead body, am I going to keep traveling like this? Because for what? Um, you know, they, it was working the, the grind, the corporate grind for somebody else um, and, and somebody else's dream. And frick, I was not about that. And so I, uh, I started kind of mulling over this idea of what can I do that is going to provide value that will allow me to work for myself um, and do things that I really actually enjoy. Uh, and not to say I, like I love project management and I loved all of the things that come with that. Um, but there was a, a always the creative element was lacking. So mulled that over for several months and um, ended up, well, ended up deciding to start the business after um, after our wedding was was all wrapped up, so we got married last May, and uh, that was a party. That, that was a pretty wild time. Um, and while uh, while we were doing all the planning, I was in the back of my mind thinking, okay, once this is all done, I I'm gonna have a lot of free time. How can I fill that? And, uh, and that's sort of when the idea of the business was born. So, um, one, one night, um, after drinking several twisted teas, and if you know, you know what that's like, <laughs> something about the caffeine, man, it's like, it's 3am and I'm still wide awake. I don't get it. Um, but, uh, had a, had a really good heart to heart with, with one of my, one of my buddies who I hope will join me on the show one day and we can chat, uh, to him. He's great, um, but had a real big heart to heart about this this idea of of launching a business, and so I ended up going full force into that. And um, I guess between June and July, I set all the the pieces into motion and 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 launched officially on uh, on August first of twenty nineteen. So that is kind of how I got to that part. And then, uh, in, in a super interesting turn of events, I thought, okay, I'm going to launch this business August 1st. If by the end of the year I can sign two clients, that's going to be a success for me. And then it was the end of August and I signed two clients. And then it was the end of September and I signed two more clients. And then it was October and I was spending half of October on my honeymoon and I still signed two more clients. And I thought, okay, what the hell is going on here? This is totally nuts. So I hummed and hawed and hummed and hawed. And I thought I am at a crossroads because 
I either need to totally quit my job and take this full time, or I need to stop taking on these clients. And here was the problem. I have worked since starting my business. I have worked with so many amazing, wonderful trailblazing people that I didn't have the heart to tell them I couldn't work with them. I had to work with people that were changing the landscape, especially when it comes to women in business. And so that's where it it really, it, I was at a stalemate. I was like one or the other, it couldn't be both. And, uh, and so I, I listened to my gut um, and, and my husband, again, if you, if you follow me on, on any channels or you read my blog, you'll know that my husband literally said to me, just fucking do it. Like, what is the worst that could happen? And, uh, and that was what it was. It was this fear, right. Of trying to figure out all the contingency plans. What am I going to do to make this successful? And what happens if it isn't successful? How am I going to pick up the pieces? How am I going to put my life back together? I still have a mortgage to pay and all my bills, my freaking car payment. Don't even get me started on that. Um, and the fact that like, also I like to live a life and, and, you know, do things and, and see things and go places. And so I thought, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But the moment that I released this sense of doubt, it, truly allowed me to welcome all of the possibility. And so, yeah, maybe that sounds a little woo woo, but frick the power of positive thinking, man, it's, it's earth shattering. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we got here. Uh, quit my job. I gave notice like the week after my birthday in November ended up, uh, having to, uh, leave earlier than my no I gave a month notice so I was I was kind <laughs> I gave more than the two weeks but after two weeks I was like sorry guys I gotta go because I signed another client I thought what the actual hell is going on here so I quit my job and uh and started working for myself full-time so it's been a crazy wild ride um over the last several months um and and it just keeps getting better which is fabulous um, so that's, uh, that's essentially me in a nutshell. And I guess over the course of, of this, uh, show, you're going to learn a little bit about me and a little bit about, um, the people in my life, um, and, and some people that I really admire. So, uh, it's going to be exciting. I think this is start of something, uh, wonderful. I'll say wonderful. <laughs> And uh, with that, uh, I think I've talked long enough. So I hope that you will come back and join me. I hope that at the very least you find this entertaining or um, can laugh about how how terrible it is. Because <laughs> I will be honest, I'm not going to promise it'll get any better. <laughs> it might get worse. Um, but I will always be having fun. So if you are down for a laugh, I hope you come back. And I guess now is the time where I remind you to, um, subscribe to this podcast and download it wherever you listen to your podcasts and, uh, leave a review. Reviews, uh, are great. They, they help podcasts, um, have a little bit more reach in the, in the podcast world. So if you like this, if you think that this is hilarious, uh, which I hope you do, uh, cause, cause I, I find myself funny. <laughs> and so 
that would be great. Um, and uh, with that, I will uh, talk to you next time. Uh, so get out there, get after it. Okay, bye-bye.